0: And welcome to another edition of Testify here on Eden FM. I am Ingrid Carly Moses and I will be your host this evening. Thank you for those that take the time to listen to this program on a weekly basis and for those that also engage with us on our social media platforms. Uh, A reminder that this program is also published as a podcast. On Anchor, and so should you happen to not get the um, listen to the whole program. You are more than welcome to then go onto Anchor and other streaming platforms. Type in Testify Ministry, and uh, you will be able to see all the previous episodes, including this one. Please also take the time to share it with others because it is so important that our testimonies are shared with others, and especially if you have been strengthened uh, in your journey, in your faith journey, through what you have heard on this program. So thank you for your support, your listeners, um, and uh, I welcome you and welcome the Holy Spirit into our gathering this evening. And so I'm going to open up with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Father God, Thank you so much for being with us through this day. Thank you, Lord, that we can come to this point in the evening, Lord, where we can settle back, Father God, and listen to what you have to say to us. Open our hearts, open our minds, open our ears and our understanding, Lord, to your message this evening. Thank you, Lord, for uh, the conversation, the word, the discussion that will be had that has been prepared. And thank you also for the platform of this radio that this radio station provides in order for the word of God to be shared. Be with every listener, dear Lord, wherever they are this evening, whether they're in their homes, whether at work, whether they in their car or at whichever time they might be listening to this program and renew their faith, Father God, through what they are about to hear. We ask for the intercession of the Holy Spirit to be with us. Amen. And so yes, dear listeners, another week has passed and here we come this evening to a time where we can spend the next hour in the presence of God. And so for those of you that do not know, um, that might be listening for the first time, Testify is a radio program where we invite guests to share what God has done in their lives. Sometimes we have guests from all over the world, and so this is also an invitation for you to um, let us know if God is calling you to share your story. So please do that um, on our social media platforms or contact me on my mobile number 0823513239. And if you are listening from uh, anywhere outside of South Africa when, while listening to this program on podcast, please do contact me on plus seven82. So I hope that we will be able to get individuals that's inspired um, by the Holy Spirit to share their stories. This evening I will be doing a personal reflection. So um, last weekend, Rodney and our daughter, our youngest daughter, Sarah Joy, um, accepted or um, stepped forward to um, indicate. Her willingness to receive the sacrament of confirmation. As many of you know, we are Catholics. And so we have the various sacraments in our church. And um, it was a very proud moment for us, for her to step forward to say that she is ready to receive the sacrament. So colleagues of mine, friends of ours, extended family that are not Catholic, uh, asked us what does this mean what does the sacrament of confirmation mean and uh, i shared with some of my colleagues i work for a christian or christ-centered organization and uh, we are christians from different denominations and so they asked me and i shared with them what it means and it made me realize that there is such a richness and a depth of faith experience that comes with the sac- with the catholic sacraments Um, And when I shared it with them, they were, um, you know, very pleased and enlightened in terms of understanding what uh, it means, because there's often a misconception about some of our Catholic traditions and faith um, and practices. So um, this evening, I thought I would share with you what the Sacrament of Confirmation is all about. And then also just in between, share some of my own experiences. So this evening's program, I'm I'm titling, Becoming a Soldier for Christ. So let me start by then asking the question, what is the sacrament of confirmation? Confirmation is one of the seven Catholic sacraments. This means that it is one of the most important and sacred experiences that members of the Catholic religion can have. Catholic confirmation is the fourth sacrament that Catholics receive in their spiritual journey through life. So just as baptism gives new life, the Eucharist nourishes life, reconciliation restores life when it is broken, confirmation strengthens that life by the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It is about strengthening what God has given and continues to give to his sons and daughters So I just want to step back quickly and say that as Catholics, we uh, bring our babies to the altar and to the church. As parents, we do that to ask the church and ask God and the Holy Spirit to bless our our babies um, into the faith. And we as parents stand in faith for our children. And we stand in faith in terms of the responsibility to raise our kids in a, Christian, um, in a Christian manner and in the Christian faith. So when a young person gets to the age where they are able to speak for themselves and they are able to reason, they themselves come forward and uh, commit their lives, recommit their lives uh, in standing up for themselves and accepting the sacrament of confirmation. The sacrament of confirmation is not... The Catholic equivalent to the Jewish mitzvah, confirmation is not a coming-of-age celebration. Most young people are just beginning to pass into the early adulthood when they receive the sacrament, but confirmation is not about coming-of-age. The reception of the sacrament of confirmation does also, also does not mark the end of formal religious education. We never outgrow the need for deeper knowledge and appreciation of our faith. The sacrament of confirmation is not a rite of passage, nor graduation from religious studies, nor a ratification of a personal faith choice, but rather it is about what God is doing for his beloved sons and daughters. And what is God doing there? What is it then? If it's not all these things, what is confirmation? It is strengthening the divine life which he gave at baptism. And it is nourishing us in the Eucharist and the reconciliation within us through penance. So why then? Why then is this important? So that the individual can better defend and witness to the faith, to the gift, and workings of the holy spirit you know individuals are called and they have to say yes we have to say yes to our faith we have to say yes to be defenders of our faith and to be witnesses of our faith and so this is what the young person does when they say yes they are willing to be confirmed and it's so beautiful when you are present in the mass um, And the the, the celebration follows a certain structure. And one of the very first things that a bishop asks the confirmants, which is what um, the young persons called um, when they present themselves, is to ask them if they are ready, is to ask them, are they ready to receive the sacrament? And they will stand up in the church community and say the words, yes, I am ready because it is them making a commitment to take on their faith. And these young people need all the help that they can get. So confirmation, the definition, involves affirming the faith and devotion of an individual and fully bringing them into the church. It is thought to involve an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that leaves a mark on soul. Catholic believe Catholics believe that those who have not yet been confirmed are able to reach are not those that have not be, been confirmed are not able to reach heaven when they die, but they believe that the journey to get there will be much more challenging. So, yes, when you say, when a confirmant says that they are willing to take on their faith, that they are ready to be soldiers for Christ, it does not mean that it will be an an easy journey. It means that they are willing to devote their lives to Jesus and fully embrace their faith. So when a young person steps up and says, yes, I am willing to accept this responsibility, they are saying yes to Jesus. And so, the first song that I've selected for this evening um, leads to that yes. It leads to the yes saying, Jesus, I have decided to follow you. And so this particular song speaks into that. So enjoy, dear listeners, and may you also be renewed at this uh, uh, um, encouraged, sorry, at this very moment to also renew your commitment as you hear the words of the song. And the song is called, I Have Decided to Follow Jesus by The Crossing Worship.
1: No turning back No turning back Sing I
2: will follow
0: back dear listeners, you are listening to Testify here on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I'm Ingrid Carley-Moses and I thank you for taking the time to join me this evening um, to hear what God has to say to you. So this evening I'm doing a reflection on the Sacrament of Confirmation, which is um, a a sacrament that is um, within the Catholic Church and as I mentioned at the start of the program, Radney and my uh, daughter, our youngest daughter, received the sacrament of confirmation last weekend, and uh, I was—I've been inspired and urged by the Holy Spirit to share what this means. So, what? So, about receiving uh, this—the sacrament of confirmation. For those who grow up in the Catholic Church, confirmation usually takes place around the age of fourteen to sixteen, um, though there is not actually just a set age, but the reason why uh, it's considered uh, an appropriate age is because we understand this to be, or the young person to be at an age of reasoning, an age to be able to say, yes, I understand what I am saying yes to. And therefore, um, I'm agreeing to take on the responsibilities that comes with the sacrament. So someone receiving confirmation is called a confirmant, and confirmants usually have a sponsor or mentor that acts as a role model, a spiritual role model to the young person. But it doesn't matter at which age you are confirmed, Um, the the spiritual sponsor is there to support you on your spiritual journey. So for those who convert to Catholicism later in life, um, there's also no set age. Those who have been baptized will normally talk to the priests to discuss the sacrament in detail and to make the decision then um, to be confirmed. So how is this sacrament administered? In most cases, bishops are the ones who perform the sacrament of confirmation for individuals. Uh, bishops are the overseers of the diocese, meaning that they are quite important in the Catholic Church and have a lot of responsibility to guide and teach the assigned par- uh, parishes. During confirmation ceremonies, the bishop wears the red vestment. Uh, those who are being confirmed usually wear modern outfits, you know, beautiful girls are usually dressed in white or white and black, and the same with boys as well. The ceremony itself can vary, but it usually involves the bishop laying his hand on the conferment, offering a blessing that includes the words be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit, and, the, and it is the anointing of the ritual with a holy oil called chrism. So how does this action, how does this faith ritual then relate to um, the early Christians. So if we look at the book of Acts, right at the beginning in Acts 1, where the apostles were in the upper room and the Holy Spirit descended upon them because Jesus had at that time just ascended into heaven and he sent uh, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, upon the apostles and those in the upper room. And so this is the same, the ritual is meant to invoke that is to invoke the gifts of the spirit within the person that has said yes they are prepared to step into the responsibilities of being a soldier for Christ and isn't that just so beautiful and the the action of the anointing with the oil is sealing the individual with the gifts of the holy spirit so yeah so some people have asked or said or other denominations ask, but surely we have the gifts of the spirit within us, um, especially at the anointing um, uh, of our baptism. And yes, that is true. We do have the gifts of the spirit within us already. But at this particular point, the individual says, I I am accepting this in my own right and responsibility and asking for those gifts to be strengthened within them. And so one of the things that the the bishop also does in terms of this faith-driven action um, is to uh, slap the confirmant on the cheek. (laughs) You might say, oh my goodness, why would you slap somebody? but it's actually an action. Any good soldier must be willing to suffer the bruises and scars of battle. The slap on the cheek is a symbolic gesture intended to remind us of the fact that we may have to endure suffering for our faith. The sacrament of confirmation strengthens us by making us willing to accept those responsibilities and, if necessary, suffer and die for the faith. So at confirmation, and confirmation is only or the and uh, the blessing of confirmation is only received once. This is also the case with baptism. The idea behind confirmation is that it leaves an indelible, indelible mark on the soul that never expires and never needs to be repeated. Once someone has been confirmed, their soul has been marked by God permanently. And I, at this point, you know, when this happened or when the bishop did this um, during mass last week, I was again just reminded of the fact that we endure so much on our journey of faith. And um, just that action alone says, you know, We are walking this journey with Christ. Christ had to suffer and die for us. But just because we say yes, doesn't mean that our faith journey would be an easy one. And so remembering this day, remembering that action when we were confirmed is that connection also to Christ. And so, dear listeners, at this point, I want to say to you that maybe you have a child or someone in your family or loved one that's not close to Christ, but have gone through um, this particular sacrament already, whether it's in the Catholic Church or whether it's in any of the other denominations, I want you to be encouraged this evening to know that 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 indelible mark that's been made on their soul is there and will never be lost. We need to keep on praying, keep on praying for our loved ones. Keep on praying that the Holy Spirit that lives within them will um, convict them once again to change their lives and to turn their eyes back to the Lord. And maybe this evening, dear listeners, you might be someone that have lost your way. And I want to invite you to once again say yes. Say yes to the Lord. The Spirit lives within you. God just wants you to love Him, to turn back to Him, to turn your eyes back to Him. And it is never too late, never, ever, ever. And so, dear listeners, I invite you to continue to pray for yourself, to continue to pray for your loved one, to say yes to the Lord once again in your own life. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are meant to strengthen you. The gifts of wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude knowledge, piety, and the fear of the Lord. And in this way, we as Christians are equipped to become a better witness of Christ in this world. So as we listen to this next song, may its words encourage us once again to renew our love for Jesus, to renew our promise to the Lord and to stand in obedience to Him. And this song is called, Take Me, Lord, Use My Life in the Way You Wish to Do.
2: Take
3: me, Lord. Use my life in the way you wish to do. Feel me, Lord, touch my.
0: Welcome back to your listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. So this evening I am speaking about the sacrament of confirmation. The sacrament uh, within the Catholic Church and with, within some other Christian denominations as well, where a person, a young person or an older person, but someone within um, the age of reasoning, that's within the age of reasoning to make a commitment to Christ to say yes, that they will be his soldier here on earth, comes before the Lord um, and through the hands that are laid upon them by the celebrant, whether it be the bishop in the Catholic Church or a senior celebrant in, in the other denominations, um, says yes and receives the blessing and the invocation of the Holy Spirit upon them. So, within the Catholic Church, there are certain things that we that is required into, um, to say yes, or that um, not required, but that is part of the faith journey to say yes. I spoke about a sponsor earlier, and uh, just to recap again so, a sponsor is someone within the church that is walking the faith journey already, that is someone that is actively practicing their faith, and that um, the, the confirmant can turn to when they need guidance within their faith. The responsibility of a sponsor is also to continue to pray for uh, the confirmant, not just at that moment or as they are preparing for this um, sacrament, but to continue to pray, hold that person in prayer for the rest of their life. That is the responsibility of a sponsor. And so when someone does or approach you, to be their faith sponsor. It is a serious matter because it's not just for that moment. It is to make a commitment to that individual in faith to say, I have your back. I will be there to pray for you and intercede for you. And if you need help um, or you are struggling, turn, come to me and I will do my best to be um the earthly advocate to to, to share with you the counsel that I believe the Holy Spirit is um, encouraging me to give to you. So, dear listeners, if someone approaches you and asks you to be their spiritual mentor, um, it's a serious matter. And I encourage you also to always be in prayer for others. And uh, if the Lord is going to use you in that way, Uh, to say yes to that, to say yes to be a mentor to others, um, to continue to strengthen yourself also in your responsibility. The other um, uh, uh, um, thing that the confirmant needs to do as part of their journey to receiving the sacrament is to also choose a saint. So one of the other important parts of confirmation is for the confirmer to choose a saint name. The confirmer chooses a saint with whom they feel a particular affinity and adopt that name to remind them that there are people that have gone before them who displayed Christ-like characters in being a soldier for Christ. And so... Uh, the young person, or anyone that's going to be confirmed, not just the young people, whether you're being confirmed as a young person or an older person, part of your journey is to research um, the saints of the Catholic Church, to research uh, their life stories, and to see which of those resonate f- with you. It's not just about going into Wikipedia and oh well, there's say names. So let me let me just choose one that sounds good to me, or. Um, choose one that has a similar name to mine or the same name to mine like Elizabeth choosing an Elizabeth or Mary choosing a Mary Um, it is a serious matter because we look at how that saint lived their life and yes saints are human beings that were fallible they sinned they lived a life um, just like us but the difference is In the way that they said yes to Jesus. In the way that they loved their life. Defending their faith. In the way in which they stood up for the least, the lost. And those that did not even know about um, Christ. And about the loving uh, Father God that we have. And so how did their lives display this? And it helps us also in our faith journey to say yes, a stronger yes, and to look at these saints and say, even though I'm a fallible person, every single day if I commit my life to the Lord, I can aspire to be a true faithful soldier for him. And through the sacrament of confirmation, the confirmed becomes more closely united with Christ. And with the strengthening of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the Christian is able to accept new responsibilities for witnessing Jesus to the world. And so these saints have witnessed Jesus to the world. And so choosing a particular saint, you look to what that person did um, in their life and say, I uh, can relate to the virtues of that individual. um, And I would like to be more like that person. Um, And there are many, many, many saints. Saints that are. That uh, carry certain virtues. Such as peace maybe. They are peacemakers. uh, Those that worked with the poor. And they are hard for the poor. um, And the needy. Uh, Those that worked with those that were imprisoned. um, Those that. Refused to denounce, to denounce their faith and stood up for faith. Those that that are um, uh, uh, examples in terms of being good priests and a good uh, spiritual leaders uh, and 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 leaders within the church. So there are many many um, saints that we can research and get to know better. And so that is what a confirmant is required to do as well, in terms of saying yes to the Lord. So, in in looking at these saints' lives and saying, I can understand what this person had to go through. Some of them had to die. Some died at a very young age as children. Some said yes to the Lord as children, and through their whole life um, reflected the Christ-like virtues. Others only turned to the Lord when they were older, such as St. Augustine. He lived a wayward life, absolutely one that was, you know, every kind of debaucherous kind of lifestyle that he had and um, uh, um, uh, a life with partying and so forth. But through the intercession of his mother, uh, St. Monica, who constantly kept the child in prayer, and if there's any of you listeners who have a child that's addicted to drugs or that has a wayward life that's so far from the Lord, look at the life story of St. Monica and how through prayerful intercession uh, and continuous intercession um, and, and, and seeking uh, the, the, the Holy Spirit and, and, and God's blessing for her son, St. Augustine eventually converted and became one of the strongest saints also in in the faith. So those two saints for me are particularly special. My saint is St. Rose of Lima, was a young girl, and um, and she um, wanted to dedicate her life to the Lord, but um, because of her aristocracy, was then betrothed and committed to marriage. And she fought that, um, you know, through... um, Uh, 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 her her standing and said she didn't want to get married Um, and because she was beautiful also beautiful young girl that's why called rose also the delicacy of a rose Um, she didn't want others to see her beauty first she wanted others to see the Christ or uh, the love of God that was within her and a dedication to the Lord and a dedication to the faith um, and that is what she wanted to commit her life to first and foremost, not for others to see her beauty, but for others to see um, the love of Christ that uh, was within her and how she loved her life. My um, eldest daughter's saint is Saint Cecilia, who's also na- known as the saint of music, um, patron saint of music and musicians. And that's certainly her life profession. Also, she is a DJ um, and has had a love for music since being a, a child, a young child, already. Um, our 16-year-old daughter now that uh, had a confirmation last week chose... Uh, oh, my goodness me, now I've lost it. <laughs> uh, I just said it earlier on. Um, it will come to me now. But um, she also chose a particular saint. Oh. And I've lost it again. <laughs> Just, no. Oh my goodness me. Um, but there are, are many saints for people uh to 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 link to and I encourage you to do some research on that, on what that means. Saint Pelasia, there we go. You see, I knew it was on the tip of my tongue. Saint Pelasia um is the saint that she chose. So, dear listeners, um I hope that what I'm sharing with you this evening gives you a stronger insight into what it means to say yes to the Holy Spirit, to say yes, I'm prepared to be a soldier of the Lord. Um, And so please strengthen the gifts of the Spirit within me. That is really what it's about. And Remember, each of us receive different gifts. Um, In Acts 2, we are reminded of all the gifts that is available for us to access and even in Isaiah too um, it already has been spoken about the gifts that each of us as followers of God has and we all have received the different gifts through the intercession of the Holy Spirit and uh, we need to pray for that every day within our own lives that those that those gifts are strengthened and um, that we can access them as we need to. And so this next song, as we play it, once again, just ask the Holy Spirit to rest upon you. To ask the Holy Spirit to make a home within your heart so that you may be a soldier for Christ. And so this song is called Rest On Us by Maverick City. Welcome back to listeners, you're listening to Testify on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses and I thank you for having spent time with me this evening. Um, I've been speaking about the Sacrament of Confirmation, uh, which is a sacrament that is administered within the Catholic Church as part of strengthening our faith journey. Um, Last week, Rodney and um, uh, my youngest daughter, uh, Sarah Joy, received the sacrament of confirmation. She had said, yes, she is ready and presented herself to the faith community um, to stand up and say that she takes on the responsibility for becoming a soldier uh, for Christ. And um, the bishop laid hands on her and uh, invited the Holy Spirit upon her and so all these acts and uh, all these rituals and actions uh within the church and within um that is administered through faith uh comes from the bible and i want you to i want to encourage you dear listeners to read the acts of the apostles it is so beautiful when we truly understand the blessing that we have um through the Holy Spirit that lives within us. And that we can ask him at any time, ask him at any time to come and strengthen us. I want to refer at this point to 1 Corinthians 12, which is concerning the gifts of the Spirit. And verse uh, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7 says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. I just like that. For the common good. Good. It is within, you know, the, the Holy Spirit is within all of us. And if we truly just understand this precious gift that we have, um, how much better this world can be to manifest the common good. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 4 says, there are different kinds of spirit, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone is the same God at work. And then it goes on in verse 8. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by the means of the Spirit. To another, the faith um, by the same Spirit. To another, the gift of healing to another miraculous powers, and to another prophecy, and another distinguishing between spirits, speaking in different tongues, kinds of tongues, and still to another, the interpretation of tongues. And all these are at work, of are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one, just as he determines. So, Just to be encouraged by that, dear listeners, that all of us, each one of us, has got the gift of the Spirit within us. But it also shows up differently. So I can have the gift of wisdom and you can have the gift of knowledge. And how it shows up within the context of which we need to apply it is so amazing. Because that is what helps us to bring about what what God requires of us in this world. And it's so beautiful, when, especially at work when we are praying and, you know, we appreciate each other's gifts and how as a team, in the makeup of the team, each one of us contributes the the talents that we have and the gifts that we have uh, to the ultimate goal um, that we're working towards. And the same happens in family, the same within a marriage, within relationships with one another. And for us just to remember, that is for the common good and for the glory of God. So, If you're feeling down this evening, dear listener, and you're not quite sure where you stand, or you're not quite sure um, what to do about something, ask the Holy Spirit to intercede. Ask that Holy Spirit that is already within you to give you the guidance that you need. And also the courage, because one of the things that the Holy Spirit does through its gifts is that gives you the courage to do what what you are called to do, to step into the purpose of what you are called to do. And so, I want to just do a correlation at this stage, or a, a comparison, not correlation, a comparison between the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So the the gifts of the Holy Spirit is fortitude, it's counsel, it's knowledge, it's piety, it's understanding, it's wisdom and fear of the Lord. And the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, modesty, chastity, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, generosity, patience and self-control. So as we receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit and we apply it in our life and we um, allow the spirit to work through us. It produces fruits. So, for example, the gifts of fortitude and counsel usually results in love, joy, peace, modesty, and chastity, because it helps us to be able to discern. It helps us to be able to show when we need to show love. To be the peacemaker, where we need to be the peacemaker and not necessarily have to defend. It shows us how to also be humble and modest in our action. Then we've got knowledge, piety, and understanding. Those usually result in kindness, gentleness, goodness, and faithfulness. Because if we under- if the, the knowledge that we acquire, is usually not just enough. Knowledge is, is, is one thing, but it can also make us um, seem to be, um, Is a word I want to use, um, you know, I uh, 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 know it all. But if we apply understanding to that and we are able to help others to see what it means, to bring knowledge to life, it brings about gentleness, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Then we've got wisdom and fear of the Lord. And those fruits are generosity, patience, and self-control. Because if we fear the Lord, we will be discerning about our actions. We will administer self-control and self-discipline in our life because we know that the greatest honor we can give God is to obey Him, to obey the commandments, to obey His word. And that will help us um, to implement self-control. It will also help us to be generous to others and patient with others, because it's not only about what we want, but to understand the needs of others first and foremost, and to know that we are called to serve others. And so this evening, dear listeners, I hope that you have been encouraged by um my reflection and my sharing of what it means to receive the sacrament of confirmation, but also that you're encouraged to know that you have got the Holy Spirit within you already, the gifts of the Spirit, and it is about saying yes to the Lord, it's about saying I will be your witness, I will be your vessel, I will be your soldier. And so, as I uh, end of the program this evening, dear listeners, um, if you need prayer, please be reminded that uh, Eden FM has got a prayer line and uh, that you can reach out to the prayer intercessors, intercessors um, as you need them. But even if you don't have the courage to do that right now or to do that, call out to the Lord. Call out to him and ask for what you need. Be confident that the Holy Spirit that is your advocate, the Holy Spirit that intercedes for us, has heard you and will strengthen you as you need in your situation. Please continue to pray for others. Never ever stop praying. Um, and remember that your prayers can change someone's life. And with that, that, I'd like to end off this evening's program then. Please also reach out to us, dear listeners, on the Testify Facebook page, or our Instagram page, or you can contact me on 082-351- 3239. If you feel um, compelled to share your testimony of what God has done in your life. And you know that your testimony can save someone else's life. And so, I close off the program this evening with a prayer to the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. And so I close off the program this evening with a song called Send Me by Jen Johnson. Good night, dear listeners. If
4: it's bandaging Filthy feet. Here I am, Lord. Send me if it's loving.
2: choose to pray